0: Welcome to episode 56 of the Flames Fancast. It's been about a month since our last episode, but uh, well, as you, I, and everybody else would know, not a whole lot has happened in the hockey world since then. But uh, since Friday, there's Except been... Except for all
1: the signings that have been going on.
0: That, that But that was not, you know, in <laughs> September. You know, now that... Free agency settled down, and the draft has happened, and there's been a bit of movement for some trades and such. The Flames haven't made any huge splashes with trades, but we've made some significant free agent signings. Just
1: so sorely disappointing that we haven't done anything big that I was hoping that they would do. We needed some big shakeup, and well, we we kind of really were. disappointed in that. No, not really disappointing. I mean, the from signing is a pretty that one's pretty okay. Big shakeup, but wouldn't you you, say? yeah, we'll get into it. I guess well, amazingly, was- we made episode fifty six. Yeah, that that's way more amazing than any of the shit that we're gonna talk about right now. Let's just all bask in the glory of fifty-six episodes of like twenty listeners per episode, including our parents, and we're we're just going on strong.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not, it's not that bad. 56 it's not bad. Is fifty-six cool. is
1: not bad. We have a lot of time on our hands. Clearly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean,
0: well. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Anyhow, just in case you're wondering, it's uh, Monday, October: 12th.
1: Happy Thanksgiving to everybody.: 12th. Happy Thanksgiving Canadian to everybody.:
0: Thanksgiving. Yeah. Very very weird to be talking about free agent signings on Thanksgiving weekend. Usually, we're talking about you know how we played the Oilers on Saturday night or something like that, but yeah, uh, it is too bad. strange times, strange times we live in. and and as always, you know, thank you for listening. we uh, that's why we do it. We love hearing from you. We love interacting with fans. I know it's been pretty pretty solemn for the past six, seven, eight months, but uh
1: COVID ruined everything, including this podcast, again, affecting fifty people worldwide.
0: But we'll be back, you know, come come of January first and we'll we'll have a we'll have a sprinkling of episodes before then, but January we'll be a lot more active again around. this season. Hopefully
1: hopefully no no more pauses to the season.
0: No. I don't think there will be. Let's let's go into it. Markstrom. Six million for six years.
1: Right? I want to know your thoughts first.
0: He's thirty, right, or is he thirty-one? Uh, I yeah. think he's thirty. Yeah. Um, I think he was the best goalie out there, for sure. Yeah. Unless um, I can't see us trading with Vegas for Flurry as another option because Markstrom is more of a long-term solution than that. Yeah. He's definitely got more years to go than Flurry does.
1: I mean, a goalie of thirty is his prime. Holpi, you have him for three, four years of his prime. I'd rather
0: have Markstrom than Holtby.
1: I'd rather have Holpi. You would, yeah. Why would you rather have Holpi? Because he's won a cup, and <sighs> that that goes a long way. With my continual rant about how we need a number one bona fide goalie in order to have any type of chance to win the Stanley Cup, I
0: think we've, I think, I, I think you've got it now. Yeah. It's very clear that Cam Talbot played the playoffs as our number one guy continually we let him go and we kept Riddick he's the number two guy now this is not a 1a 1b well
1: I mean, it better not be I mean still, there
0: will still be some load management obviously but this is definitely not 1a 1b I think Markstrom is
1: our guy I'm just getting kind of frustrated at our revolving door of goalkeepers in this club it's now what an eight in the last four seasons Oh, yeah. Like we we are the club where goalies go well, to die. When
0: Kiprasov left, we didn't have any kind of plan.
1: No, I know, but like I'm talking about this like two goalie door. Like I'm assuming Riddick's gonna get traded, or I don't think so. I, I think, think so. He's I mean, you're paying two point seven five for Riddick per year. You're paying Marks from six. So now you have 8.75 mil a year dedicated to two goalies. I think you want to shed one of that.
0: Aren't there still a bunch of goalies out there on the free agent market? Though?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, like I Riddick is a good contract.
0: I think if you're looking at trading someone like a, a, a Fleury or a Riddick, no, they're not exactly in the same category. But it's no. hard because of the amount of free agents that are available.
1: I agree. But his, his contract's good.
0: I don't, right? think, I don't think we're looking at shipping him. I think the... However the cell you say his name, Domingue. Yeah, Louis Domingue. I think that signing was just depth.
1: No, but that—that's my other point. I'm wondering if there is a play in the cards here for Riddick to go. I think. Because I think why, our why sign that guy
0: now has zero faith in John Gillies and Tyler Parsons.
1: Gillies is gone. Is he gone? Yeah.
0: Well, there you go. Gil- <laughs> we have so much faith in Gillies. He's gone, <laughs> and Tyler Parsons. Like he was supposed to be good, man.
1: Our, our, our highest goalie on the depth chart is Dustin Wolf. Actually, I made a mistake. He's not gone. I thought I saw a rumor that he's, he was going. He's as good as he's gone. He's, he's still back. He's still with us. Sorry, that's my bad. But um, he's, he's done. Yeah. I thought I saw something on Twitter. I guess I was totally trolled by Twitter. We, we have no,
0: f- no faith in those guys.
1: No, pretty much no. And, uh, or, or we're sending a message to
0: we took a shot in the dark and Dustin wall for the seventh round pick and hope the guy's going to pan out and he seems to be doing pretty good. So, I mean, what can you do? Well, we just signed Markstrom for the next six years at yeah. ridiculous money. So,
1: I mean, and Gillies is 26 now. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. I mean, by the time that you potentially bring him up is after Markstrom. And I mean, he'll be- you,
0: you stop losing your potential. I don't know. How much potential do you have left at 26? You've kind of. I mean, I your think you, I think
1: you still got you still got time. You probably only have a couple of years though, to break it out. Because if you're breaking out at like I don't know, there aren't many goals that broke out like 28. I can't think of any right now. Granted, I'm the guy that just said Gillies was dealt, so I mean, maybe I'm not the guy to listen to. But well,
0: there's a few, but it, like the Tim Thomas kind of thing, right? Right. But it doesn't really. Tim Thomas Jim was Carrey. just thrust into <laughs> action, and then he had to play well, and he did. Yeah. I don't know. I think,
1: like, part of me is really happy that we have a... Okay, is this the bona fide number one I've been begging for for the last four seasons? Maybe. You know, we're forking out big-ass cash for this guy. Now, the last time we forked out big-ass cash for a goalkeeper, I hate to say it, it was Mike Smith. So... Was it big? I mean, it was as big as we had for a long time. It was like 4.5 or 5 mil or something? More than any other goalies that we were paying for in the last however many seasons. So, I mean... Mark definitely, I don't want to jinx it, but he's better than Mike Smith, obviously. But I just like, okay, if this is the way that you're going to set up that number one, good. Because, again, there's no NHL team that I can remember from recent memory that's won the Cup with a 1A, 1B stupid-ass system, ever. So this is a good start in my books for that. But I'm still expecting Riddick to be dealt at some point. Okay, that's it. A- that's a hot take for sure. Well, I mean, <laughs> nobody, I don't think nobody th- listens to me, so it doesn't really
0: matter. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. I don't think that's going to happen. But, well, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, just on how your overall impression of this signing, how would you rate it? Markstrom? Yeah. I think it's a 7. A 7? Wow, I was even going to go like, I was going to go 6 or 7. And yeah. You like it less than me. I, I, the only thing I don't like about it is I guess we had to do it because it's free agency is the term six years is a long time.
1: It's a big contract, especially
0: if things go belly up and I early in that, in that contract, it's like you're, you're toast for a while. There was
1: like, um, I think it was a year ago we were talking about this, how at least I said I would have a policy of only having like three-year max signings or four-year max signings, max, max, max. Like, you're starting to you, see that a bit with like the Taylor Hall yeah, contract? Yeah, I think so. And I think that is the way to do it if you can because then you're giving, these, you're giving a sense to the players to be like, okay, I got to fucking keep earning this contract. But players, At the same you know, time, you're still going to have the teams that offer those crazy-ass contracts. This year right? was
0: different, I think, largely because of the financial constraints of COVID, but also the cap didn't go up. So teams are hit with a bit of a crunch there. Right. So they're, they are way more reluctant to give out big contracts with term.
1: Yeah, I agree. But I'm just saying that like, I think if you had that kind of system where you just try to limit your contracts to three years or four years, you're always going to get the best of the player, I think, more times than not anyway. So, like, I think from a percentage standpoint, you would get way more. Rather than this, like, I'm glad I don't see 10, 12-year contracts anymore. Like, that was like the heyday of complete EC. I
0: like the I like the uh, motivation one or two-year deal to, you know, earn your Absolutely. coin here. Right? Now, the
1: risk obviously is a player can just hold out by the end of the contract, they played their ass off, and then another team will come in of and course, sign them, Of right? course, of so, course. But, I mean, at the but same, but same time, you take you've that got risk. that
0: player playing as, as abso- amazing for your team.
1: I agree. And then maybe that's your window I those mean, three years.
0: It's th- 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 I'd rather have that many times over and lose lose a player who was absolutely great for me that I couldn't resign than have the players who's on ridiculous money who just sucks.
1: It's just very active roster management at that point because if you have a bunch of these contracts that are constantly about to expire, you got to go one year ahead of time and try to get these. I guys mean, back if you look at table. our, I don't looking at our contracts and comparatively looking at a
0: bunch of other teams, we're honestly not that bad. I don't think we have a lot of terrible contracts. Lucic's contract being the obvious one. Um, you know, Gio's still a player. He can still justify that money for sure. Yeah. If he really slows down in the last year, that's kind of his loyalty bonus to us, right? The guy carried sure. us for years. Again, I, I don't really know who else to criticize. After Derek Ryan's contract is kind of a lot for what his role is. And to an extent, you know, Hannafin really st- needs to start justifying that. <laughs> As we've said multiple times about Hannafin, but, uh, I mean, like we got about, they're not, there's nothing really
1: awful that jumps off the board at me there. Apparently our cap space right now is 5.7. So it's not yeah, terrible, but yeah, then we, we still have a have bunch some of spots to yeah. fill.
0: We still have to sign Mangiapane. Yeah. So,
1: and Derek Ryan is a UFA, um, next year. Yeah. So yeah. I think like, it'll be interesting to see what we do with the market next in the next like eight months. Cause I'd imagine that we're going to try to move some of these guys and then open up some more space. I don't know who we're going to move. I mean, you got... Yeah, like, I'm, I'm wondering about what's going to happen with Bennett, for example. But I think by keeping him around, um, no one signed. Like, we have him. He's, he's an RFA um, at the end of his contract. But if you watch him in the playoffs and watch even Lucic in the playoffs, they're worth having around as long as they're not a huge detriment to your salary cap.
0: But we've also got to consider expansion draft protocol for when right. that comes up, for whatever that means for Bennett. But I agree. Yeah. Bennett is a good player to have on the team. Um, anything else on Markstrom, or you want to
1: talk Tanev? I, I'm good on Markstrom. Again, I think it's just a good segue to number one. It, it, it is our number one. Well, it's a segue to the number one system. Okay, gotcha, right? gotcha. The the one like just one none one, of this fucking no alphabet Riddick gets five shutouts in a row don't fu- okay and then here we go again right what do you think about Tanev four years at four point five mil per year I don't think the contract is maybe as bad as some people were saying I think it's all right we like, overpaid we did we because he shoots right we we did overpay um but mind you like we're paying Tanefan four point nine and Anderson four point five so it's not like you know, we're overpaying from an average perspective on our, on our roster. But I'm not a big fan in the sense that we could have just kept Gustafson. I know he shoots left, but it seems like a pretty fucking tiresome excuse to deal guys that actually added a ton of value. Gustafson came in and did very well. I agree.
0: but And he's cheap. He's three mil, right? One yeah, I mean that mil. that Mills that Mill could be a big Forbert deal. also signed for one mil with Winnipeg.
1: Yeah, forward is kind of you know I was okay with him either staying or going. I didn't really care, but like you know our D is our depth in terms of like not anymore coming up. <laughs> yeah, I know, but. I, I mean, I would have just totally kept Gustafson. You know, Brody's gone. Hamanick's gone, basically, right? Like, Hamanick... Brody is gone. Yeah. Hamanick is yet, as of yet, unsigned. Yeah, so he's unsigned. He's not staying. I now. don't think he's coming back. I'm no. pretty sure... He made it pretty clear he's not staying. Yeah. So you now you have Giordano, Hannafin, Anderson, Tanev, Malamaki, Shillington. I don't know if Shillington makes the starting
0: roster. Oh, and you have Petrovic. Petrovic. We signed for 700 thou. Right.
1: I I mean... I don't know if he gets called. Well, we'll see. Well, you've
0: got, you're looking at probably Geo, Anderson, Hannafin, Tanev. Hopefully, Valimaki makes the team. I mean,
1: we had. Um, he pretty much has to at this point. Didn't we have like. Uh, we got like Yellison and stuff that could yeah. come up We could try. Well, there's
0: guys there that are 23 because, 24
1: that could come up. Well, Yellison's a right D as well. And I, I don't know. Like, me personally, I would have just taken a chance of some of our system guys rather than kind of get a Tanev because. Oh, that D hey? Yeah, absolutely. Because, look, who's going to be your top four right now?
0: Gio, Anderson, Hannafin, Tanev.
1: Not Valimaki. I don't think so. I would have put Valimaki top four, no problem.
0: And then who do you cut? Tanev?
1: No, I'm assuming assuming without Tanev, that would have been the top four, which I would have been okay with. I'm pretty sure Valimaki and Hannafin both play lefty. Okay.
0: Well, I mean... And I, 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 it looks like we're very, very much a fan of the left, left D, left shot, right D, right shot. Brody played right D and shot left, right? I think so. He
1: definitely did. So, I mean, but, again, like, I'm kind of... there's. This is probably beyond my hockey knowledge on the whole left-right shooting thing. Like, I'm not disagreeing with it, but it just... I think we just gave this... We should give the system guys more of a chance because... You know what? You're giving him third-line minutes. It's not like I'm telling you to play him fucking second line, right? Who, Valimaki? No, just anyone, like a hey, Yellison or something. Like I'm Oh, tell- yeah, yeah. Like, you put him with Shillington, like, whatever.
0: I, I agree. I, I think those last two spots should be up for whoever from the farm. Yeah. Like, the final pairing is, like, you know, go out there and earn your it, eight to ten honestly, minutes Honestly, it a should game.
1: be like that. Like, your last line on D and your last line on, on forwards should be a mix we, of these system guys. I,
0: I know you remember from the playoffs, Gustafson was... Was quarterbacking our power play. Now that he's gone, yeah. does it go
1: back to Gio or is it, does it somewhere, is it fall somewhere else in the team? Well, I don't know because, so we know that Hanifan has those, those spots of those offensive abilities that he can show, but I don't know if he can quarterback anything. Right? Anderson? Anderson, yeah. I, I could see Anderson doing it. Tanev? Not Tanev. I could see Anderson doing it. I could see, I rate Valmaki in the top two pairing. I think he's good enough for wow. that, no problem. That's aggressive. It's, I don't think it's aggressive. I think he's. I mean, more I like decapable. the sentiment. I just, I just know we're not a club that does that. We should be. Because Valmack is a proper talent that we haven't had in a while in D. Actually, since basically TJ Brody. When TJ Brody was on the, in the system and he came up for the games that he had the chance, he actually did incredibly well and became our fucking top pairing. It didn't take him long
0: yeah yeah no. granted
1: his downfall and all that, but he still played really well at the end of that last season after his episode, and like he just showed why he made the top pairing yeah, like uh, no, I don't disagree right
0: Brody had a lot there was a lot of mixed feelings about Brody leaving right
1: yeah, I was personally I was sad, but i I expected him to go out too like we, it was time to kind Toronto, of get a chance to Toronto, Toronto probably overpaid, but they were always gonna do you know that. what any any fucking player that goes from our team to Toronto usually does well. We always lose against a trade with the Toronto Maple Police. Like, let's just. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. What do you give 10 of? 1 to 10? I
0: think that's like a 4. Ah, I'm not a fan it's of a it. 5.5 5 to 6 yeah. for me. I'm, I'm not I mean, a fan you of filled it. a
1: need with decent money, with a decent player. It's, it's not. Yeah, I'm not giving it a 4 because he's, I think he's bad. I th- he's a decent player. It's just, I don't think it was necessary. Vancouver got weaker. Vancouver we got definitely got weaker. Well, Markstrom's a big one.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh, who's the guy that they have now? They,
1: uh, didn't they sign what's his face? Uh, yeah,
0: they have Holtby, but who's the other guy that they play? No, I don't know the other guy. I don't know, but they yeah. seem to be...
1: Because Holtby, they, they went all in on him, right?
0: Oh, they're not paying him a ton. Four point something? I don't know. It's Vancouver who gives a shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Louis Domingue, one year, two way, 700 thou. Sorry, Domingue? I don't know how we say it. We should learn how to say that. You know, if people learn how to say my name, I should at least yeah. learn how to say this name. Yeah, Domingue. I think it's Domingue. Okay, let's go it's with It's not that. like
0: we have this tool where we could ever learn how to
1: pronounce some guy's name. I'm sure somebody will email us. Um, but yeah, we got him. To me, it's a kind of just a depth thing, whatever. Well, I mean, almost a, you're almost thinking a, that... He's probably going to be the backup, I think. But, if we trade Riddick. Right. But it's still depth to. guy. Well, I mean, it's going to be interchangeable between him and Gillies. If Gilles. we trade
0: Riddick and he's our depth guy... We're playing marks from seventy seventy two games. Yeah, I'm like, like the good I'm old days. I'm personally
1: fine like that. I'm <laughs> so okay with that shit.
0: He is not gonna
1: rest. <laughs> I'm I'm totally okay with that shit. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't
0: think the the numbers, the statistics, and the analytics for Domingue are that great. But you know, it's giving a guy motivation and a chance to to show himself. Come on, man! Is. You
1: see, he played one game for the Canucks last season. <laughs> But hang on, hang on, hang on. He played for two teams last season. He played for the Devils 16 games, and he played one game for the Canucks where he had a 4.08 goals (laughs) against Savage. So if if you're telling me that Gillies is not better than this guy, and you're not, but I'm just saying that there's maybe an interchangeable move up with these two. Like, Gillies can't be worse than 4.08 in one game. I, I honestly
0: don't think we ever see Gillies play for the Flames again.
1: And Domingue actually on the Devils had a 3.79 and a .882 in 16 games. It's quite terrible. That's pretty bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> but the, mind you, the Devils are pretty bad. Right, but that's really bad. Yeah, but yeah. the Devils. It's, it's, it's a backup it's a, for it's the Devils. It's almost like shit on vomit. A little bit, of, like a little bit, of, a little bit of this, like, a little bit of that. Yeah,
0: it's awful. So, um I, I, I mean, this is like a, f- a, f- a standard 5.5. You know, having said that, I 5. guess 5.
1: looking at these, maybe Riddick is sticking around. <laughs> so yeah, like, I don't I <laughs> Maybe I need to take back. I'm okay with admitting when I'm wrong, but like I think here. I think this was a signing just
0: in case. I think this was a signing just in case there's an injury because we have no faith in, or just in case we trade or, Riddick or Parsons. <laughs> I don't think we have any faith in those guys anymore. Yeah, we're done. And that we signed Domingue so that if there's an injury to one of our guys, he comes in.
1: Is this a lesson to maybe a Gillies? Because it's a two-way contract. Is this a lesson to Gillies what being like, of step What kind of lesson are up? you going
0: to teach the 26-year-old? Be like, step who, it up. Who gets replaced gonna get, in your farm We're going to get a guy that there has is no
1: an average of a four goals the against. The step it up
0: conversation was like in 2016, man. Yeah. that's long. That ship has sailed. <laughs> there is no step it up conversation. I, mean, I wish John I was Gillies 26 anymore. again. Man. I do too, but yeah. I'm like, you don't, it's done. It's, it's over. <laughs> like this guy's not 18 anymore. You know, he's, it's he's eight years a. removed from 18. It's just not, it's not happening for him. Very Neither positive. is it for Parson. I wish I, I was so excited for Tyler Parsons and I was excited for Gillies. We're like, these guys are good. Who was Gillies playing with for part of a season? And it was like, Gillies is better than this guy. And then it just all went to shit like it does for our goaltending situation since Kiprasov.
1: We're filling the viewer or listeners with very positive vibes right now.
0: Well, I mean, we, we, like, we've signed Markstrom, so he's heads and tails above anything we've had for years.
1: Yeah, well, he better... Yeah, I'm not saying he's shit. He's the best
0: goalie we've had since Kiprasov, hands down.
1: I hope so. Who's yeah. the, who could be better? Nobody that we've had since. Mike Smith? <laughs> <Jonas> <laughs> no, no, Hiller, no Oh, Mike. Okay. Harry Ramos? All
0: right. Who are the other shit stains we've had in
1: that since then? Sorry if but, you're, you're listening. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, you're comparing. Okay. Moving on. We have on. not
0: had good goaltending.
1: No, we haven't. I've been fucking ranting about so that this for three, has four be seasons. An
0: improvement in no, that area for sure. I feel like
1: nobody listens to me anymore.
0: Yeah. Not that they ever were. Just like Gillies, that ship has sailed. Okay. Okay. Did we want to talk about Petrovic or just, I mean, just the depth guy on D, I think? Another depth guy, right? Yeah. Decent signing. Hopefully, he's good cheaper than forbert cheaper than gustafson
1: yeah like what's he going for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who I'm just checking him out right now actually petro 700k okay yeah minimum deal yeah so if it fails it fails if it doesn't yeah. work no loss
0: works. one year isn't it
1: one year yeah there like, it is no big
0: deal and Why a not? ufa
1: in the end of it so
0: yeah if you play well you get you rewarded. Play, with, you can go play somewhere else yeah, for more money. Rewarded for more money. If you suck, you just collect your seven hundred thousand. Hopefully, you invest some of that and save some of that and don't spend it frivolously. Anyhow,
1: frivolously on hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would do that. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> draft day. Some Qu- hockey players do. Anyway. Anything
0: else on? Oh, we could talk about. I guess before we get to draft day, we could talk about the players that left,
1: like Jankowski. Super happy he's gone. That's a 10 out of 10 for me.
0: Yeah, I think his... He
1: needed to change the scenery. We needed him gone. It just wasn't working.
0: The sad part about that is the story arc for the franchise about how he was our first-round pick. We really nurtured him, and we were, like, patient, We gave him time,
1: man. We gave him a lot of
0: time. You know, I think a lot of fans became frustrated with his size and his inability to use it
1: yeah, that's my biggest. Gripe. And
0: again, it's just not fulfilling potential. And you know, good luck in Pittsburgh. Uh, but like another signing we made, I I don't know if he was a UFA or not. Buddy Robinson's back, and he's massive. So I I but he a, plays
1: big. That's the difference. I,
0: I think a guy like that should have been in the team to begin with. Sure, but you I mean, know, have a Buddy Robinson cruising around with Lucic and see what happens. Yeah, because Buddy's is, this got is some your speed. theory about hockey here. Well, it is.
1: I'm okay with having a line with like Lucic and Robinson because Robinson has a point to prove. He's Pretty quick for a big guy. Plays big. The problem with Jankowski, he had the tantamount body for a fucking dominant hockey player. He just didn't use it. Now, again, like, if he wants to change his role, you're getting a little late on that too age-wise. So, I mean, we gave him his chance. I want want only the best because I really liked him when we first drafted him. I liked him the first couple seasons. We kept bringing him up. But, man, like, he just, for whatever reason, our coaching staff couldn't get through to him or he couldn't. He couldn't get adjusted to that game. He just couldn't play his body. And like maybe he'll be a better fit at Pittsburgh anyway. Maybe he needs different types of teammates, right? We'll see. Yeah. It just wasn't working here. But yeah, if you have Buddy, you have Lucic, who's going to be your third guy on that line? Ronaldo. Yeah, that's gonna be a that line's gonna get a lot of minuses. But like (laughs) that
0: line's not gonna exist. It's yeah, it's It's gonna exist exist when it needs to exist for about five seconds after the puck's drop. Like
1: part of part of me, again, still likes this. Resurrection of physical hockey, but I mean, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to be a complete liability when you're out there too. Um, Lucic is very slow, but incredibly effective in the playoffs. At least we saw from last stint here. He was one of our best players, hands down.
0: That says a lot about. Yeah, the team. well,
1: fair enough. But you know what? You got to give Lucic credit here. He worked his ass off. He was given a lot of cre- uh, a lot of space and and time by the coach and. I think it's. I think he showed some real value, better than James Neal. I would have taken him over James Neal in that playoff any day. You know, it was
0: great. We still got Edmonton's and we still third got
1: exactly. So this all kind of worked out for us. We might have Homer Simpsoned into it a little bit, but it worked out.
0: Story of my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about trading down at draft day. We traded down not once but twice and then eventually drafted 24th overall. What do you think about those moves? Did we just have our eye on this guy and knew we could get him late.
1: I think so. I think I think I mean I hope that was the play because you know, it would suck to hear that we missed out on the guy that we did that trade twice for. I guess like they kind of looked at it they as like They must know. Yeah, they they must have looked at going like Okay, this pick isn't really high enough for us to really value anything and we don't see much difference between our original pick to this j- traded down pick. So let's go for it. You get a couple more players out of it, right? Yeah, you
0: get a couple of third rounders, I think.
1: I'm okay with that. Honestly, like from a very high level I'm okay with like it. It seemed like pretty shrewd maneuvering like I Treleving so.
0: was I, I like that Treleving will shake it up like he's not afraid to go yeah, in there and be like
1: that was good and I think the Maple Leafs did that last season with Dubas or whatever he, he went down a couple as well fuck I, the Maple I, Leafs well whatever but I'm just saying that like it's good that I like it when GMs do that stuff because to me that means like, okay, they got a guy scouted. Like we want this guy.
0: I, I think to, uh, to your point there, it also shows like a bit of faith in your scouting department. Like I'm going to accumulate as many picks as I can and we're going to get these players in that we think are going to help our franchise. Yeah. I and mean, I think that kind of positivity around your, your team shows that just, just that good faith is going to improve morale. And
1: generally, I mean, you have to, in order to have a good ecosystem of staff on your squad, you got to make sure that everyone gets utilized. So if the, st- if the scouts feel like they're getting totally utilized by yeah. a draft day and they're seeing the, their GM go, okay, this guy just traded down. They're going to want to work done. harder for they're you you They're going to want to work hard. You, everyone's got to be incentivized at some point here. So it would suck to be a scout that every single season that passes by, you're sitting there nameless, faceless in this room, sweating, wearing a fucking cheap-ass suit, and you're giving this guy all these fucking names, no one's listening to you. Like At some point, that breaks down the squad it breaks down the club because ultimately you need to scout. You can only do so many big trades to like move the team up. You still got to give up assets, right? Scouting is where it's at because you're giving up nothing right. to
0: acquire talent.
1: Yeah. And I pictured like this bald old guy in like a room for some reason just <laughs> just fucking trying to figure it out, going through stats, going all cross-eyed, trying to figure out how to use an iPad. <laughs> Like, so we took wanting to
0: fly to Russia. I, I don't know much about this guy. I don't know much about any prospects really. But we took Connor Zeri, 57 games played, 86 points. Is a center from Kamloops Blazers.
1: Yep. I mean, the, decent. He, he was getting praised pretty good by the the Sportsnet panel. I don't know much Did about. Did they ever him. say anything negative about a player? On I draft mean, there day? Are, there are times where they'll say some guy's size is not good or his skating is not good. So the skating thing came up with. Um, I don't know if it was Sorry or it was the pick after that but Oh, please not, Sorry. I don't think it was Sorry. I can't remember right now. Um should have prepared this a little bit better. But um anyway, I think they're not afraid to say what the weaknesses are. I'm not saying that they come out flat out say this is a terrible pick. But they did say that, you know, skating was an issue. I mean, yeah. do you have any thoughts on these guys cuz you know, it seems like a It just range oh, of this positions, is totally right?
0: An unsubstantiated thought, but I just feel like this guy is gonna pan out. <laughs> okay, we're due
1: gut feel. We're right. just a gut feel. I, I felt like, like. Well, I I live my life on gut. I feel so like this
0: one is actually gonna make the team and be decent. He's gonna be a decent player for us. All right. You know, because we've just had so many absolutely dog shit draft picks. I feel like this one is. I feel like a lot of Treleving's job is resting on this draft. And he's put his imprint in the team quite substantially now with these two contracts, Tanev and Markstrom. Like, uh, he's banking a lot on Markstrom here, for sure. And I think if if these draft picks, like, if they all suck and we drafted down and we traded down for the wrong guy, like the guy who the Rangers and the Capitals took are absolutely, you know, bombshells compared to this guy, we're going to look like idiots. But. uh,
1: And don't forget, this is probably that contract that Chelving's in right now where they said. Get something done the next. Yeah, you know, I think so. Right. We're, we're and if you team, don't get it done, we don't resign
0: you. I feel like we're always a team that's expected to compete. Now, like our rebuild phases are very
1: short. Yeah. And 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 seem to be very I, you know, and rushed. I, and I personally think this is Trey's last term to do something big to get us to a competitive level in the playoffs. Yeah, I and
0: mean, you could just be Edmonton who just rebuilds every year, but uh, right. But we're not. No, garbage, I agree. So I,
1: I feel like. I think you know, that back, this is it, Back though, is right? against the wall here. Yeah, so the Markstrom thing maybe is the first sign of, okay. Because I think a lot of teams, successful teams at least, will always have that number one. So maybe you start from the back. You're like, okay, I have good number one, decent D. Now what's next? Now maybe I need to shake up the forwards a little bit, right? I don't know what he's going to do. If he is going to do anything, it doesn't seem like it right now. Maybe it's a last thing for Johnny and Monty and be like, guys, this is it. Like, if you don't fucking step it up this year, I got to shake you up too. I
0: honestly, you know, I was thinking about that. And I honestly felt those guys, you know, all the rumblings kind of came out immediately after our playoff exit, but they feel no pressure now. They know they're not going anywhere. There's no deal materializing. Like there's just like all these happy birthday tweets to Monaghan today and all that. Like, yeah, that's well and good. They're married
1: men now. Yes. Yes. So maybe they'll settle down and (laughs) have a straight shooter lifestyle, you know, like fucking steady Eddie. Right, boys, go home, drink your orange juice. You know, don't worry about it. Work your fucking ass off. Please your wives. You know, it's good shit. No, no more fucking, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm just saying, you know, steady Eddie life. It's going to be good. (laughs) Start of a new chapter, boys. Start of a new chapter. Lots of points coming our way. (laughs) That's all I care about. Just get the fucking points. Just get the points. You're killing me. I fucking love those two, but they got to get more points, man. In the playoffs, especially. Yeah, in the playoffs. Just if you're married and that gets you settled down, you fucking clean up. Just get out there, work your ass off. Good. Be like Giordano. Why can't you guys be like Giordano? Just fucking do it professionally. You know, have the odd scotch. That's okay. That's a, that's a man's drink. Grow <laughs> a mustache. Fuck, do something, boys. We, we, gotta, we gotta step it up here. You're our best picks in so long. Like, fucking do something. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's dying laughing here. He has nothing to fucking say we are unedited un- n- I not scripted. I, I don't know
0: how to piggyback that or
1: to i can't i'm trying I'm not to f- as, i'm not i'm not insinuating anything i'm just saying if anything they're going to settle down and maybe they'll just fully focus on Hawk. i just feel yeah i feel like we've
0: almost turned from you know almost like it's you guys really need to step it up and the dials kind of swung the whole other way back where we're placating them more now you think so it just feels like that'd be bad it feels like that, oh, like okay, bad. you guys are our stars, and we like you again, and like someone's got to light a fire under their ass. Something, something has to be different. I don't know, so just something. I don't know what it is or who's gonna do it or how it's gonna look. Maybe it is their wives and <laughs> shit. Maybe I don't know, but just settling down, right? Got You'll a, be
1: fine, right? We
0: need, and we need the the throne of leadership is gonna be transferring. Very soon. Well, it has to be. And I, I mean, know Eric Parent is Kachuk, but well, like Kachuk how many years start. on this team as as a perceived leader has Goudreau just just gone and, and totally floundered on that well, responsibility? Well, okay, who's our best player? In what, just overall? The whole team,
1: yeah. Who are you going to keep if everyone goes and you only keep one guy? It's Kachuk for me. No, No questions asked.
0: I mean, it, to me, it depends on what kind of team I can build.
1: Right. But, I mean, nuclear button, everyone's gone but one player. Not dead, obviously. Yeah, I, I get like it. That. I
0: get it. I get what you're saying. Um, probably Kachuk.
1: Yeah. But I'm I mean, also
0: tempted, like, Johnny is such a good player. So,
1: here's the question to you. Is Kachuk, is it going to be a problem if Kachuk gets the C after well, Gio?
0: Oh, oh no, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. Goudreau... Goudreau's not even an assistant at this point.
1: Yeah, like he. he knows. I, I think it's obvious that he's not the leader type. But he's, he's just get on there and play. I feel
0: like after this many years, he should have kind of stepped into that leadership role a little bit more. Some players aren't taken, leaders though, man, right? Like you're some right you're are Some players are just stars and they, they're okay with it's that. It's like the Hannafin thing. You're mildly disappointed by all these things that culminate together to make you, you know, irate, if you will. Not yeah. irate, but upset. And Goudreau, there are so many minor criticisms and so many minor tweaks to his game that he could make that would make him so much better, and he just doesn't. Like, really, is it hard for him to step up as a leadership role? Everybody looks to him. Yeah. And maybe that pressure is too much, but you know, we've done a lot to try to alleviate that, and we've done a lot to try to support him. Yeah. And you got a great line there. They had a great thing going with Johnny, Money, and Lindholm. That, I think we should start the season with that. Keep sure. Lindholm on the wing. We, we have enough depth at center. Like Play Bennett and Dubé at center. Give them their chance. Like Dubé was great in the playoffs for a bit he there. He was awesome. Give this guy a chance. You know, you've got Manjipani, Kachuk, Backlund on your second line. If you want to move, move down Lindholm or to the second line as a center, do it. But I don't think you can separate Goudreau and Monaghan at this point. I think someone just has to... Tell them, boys, it's it's your well, time to shine this yeah, year.
1: Jo- jokes aside, th- their chemistry is on. Un- jokes aside, they're still they're
0: still the core of this team yeah, up front.
1: you can't doubt their chemistry. That's what we've got it's this year. Good. Like,
0: I'm done. I'm done saying I want. I wanted. <laughs> I, I I thought it was time for us to move on. Goudreau, that's not happening anymore. Okay, I'm on board with that decision. These are our boys. We're gonna stick with
1: it. That's how it is. We support the team no matter what. I'm Flames
0: fan, first and foremost. Like it my doesn't matter. my opinion about players in the team is whatever, right? Yeah. But I, I, the only thing I want at the end of the day, like you, is that two points at the end of the board and sixteen wins in the postseason. Yeah, like I
1: yeah, exactly. Like I joke about this how we whole do thing they settling down, but and like I'm being serious. You know, every like, fan has better. an
0: opinion about what the team should do and how they should go about it because it's centered in a route for what is best for the team. Yeah. And you know, you know what's best for the team now? It's getting behind these guys because they're not going anywhere. So, I mean, we how bad can things be? We got rid of Troy Brower. It can only get better <laughs> from there. We like,
1: need to have our Brower report. Back. Literally, it
0: can't. What, what do you think about the January first start? I mean, it's such a huge break.
1: It feels longer than it, normal, so right? Why so long? Like, just I mean, get up, get going. I agree. Like, especially the teams that, like, didn't make the playoff. Like, it just... Seven of them, whatever. Right, but they must be, like, completely out of it.
0: Oh, they were completely out of it to begin with.
1: No, I know, but, like, just from a training camp perspective and all that, like, they're going to be really out of shape. I I think the
0: problems are in, like, border issues between the Canadian teams. Yeah, like... figuring this out.
1: And that's just going to be hard to predict, but I think I see... The reason why I personally think January is happening is because... I think the NHL is a little bit worried about some, you know, hypothetical second wave and all that flu season coming around, which we're technically in now. So in terms of flu season, so I think that they're probably just saying, "Okay, let's just wait till that kind of does its thing." I can see that because this whole thing where you're kind of putting if a player is infected and then it's too like it's just it just really it, it disrupts the flow of the schedule the games, the teams, like it's almost impossible to avoid. But at the same time, if you're kind of past your second wave or whatever it's called, you know, at least then there's some sort of stability, right? And maybe it's closer to vaccine and all these other treatments. So I think the NHL wants to minimize uh, schedule breaks based on that, right?
0: We have a massive schedule break from now. until No, January I understand
1: first. that. I'm saying, I'm saying if they started in November, Right. And then they go through this crazy second wave. Then teams oh, have to. But that's not scheduled.
0: Saying. That's an unscheduled break. No,
1: I understand. Sorry. Yes. Unscheduled break. Yeah. I'll rephrase. Because then, you know, even travel right now is not open between the U.S. and Canada. Well, it is, but there's quarantine measures I and think stuff, the right?
0: NHL was one of the best teams to run the bubble. Like, uh, sorry, not best the best, organization. best teams. The best sporting organizations to run that. I think it was run really well. By the way, did you see the comments from Rask? No. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion on it changed when I read that about him. I was like, Man,
1: you're soft as
0: fuck. But uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, I would have been pissed if I was Boston. But
1: yeah, I mean, whatever. Everyone's free to choose whatever they want to do yeah, here. But that's
0: true. Um, Just like I'm free to
1: say it was a bitch ass decision <laughs> on my podcast. But <laughs>
0: it's your podcast. <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, again, I, I think that's the only reason why it starts in January just to get through that. So let's just,
0: before we wrap this up here and people relieve themselves of our voices in their ears, if they
1: lasted this long, Oh,
0: if you have, you get the, you get a real treat now. Oh. Um, so just our lines, I think it's obviously Johnny Monty Lindholm and then Backland Kachuk and Manjiapani when he, when we sign an RFA deal. Right. I, I don't think both sides want it, want it to go all the way to arbitration. So I think there's a little bit, there's enough room for us to get something done.
1: Yeah. We'll get something done. Lucic, just, probably Dubé Bennett. I can see that. Yep.
0: I mean, they were Ryan, all right together. Ryan, Buddy Robinson, and then a spot open. Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe there's someone that we're targeting right now. Or so maybe, potentially
0: two spots open on the forwards?
1: Yeah, maybe you bring up, I don't know. Maybe you bring up one of these guys we drafted or someone else on the I was farm, sad right? to
0: see we didn't uh, bring back Reader.
1: Yeah, I thought he deserved to stay. He he worked. He got signed his, quickly, though. He worked his balls off. Yeah. Like you got to give the guy some. I give him credit. Like he he fucking nailed it during the playoffs. He was great. He was one top three, top four player for us. He was good. Like he had a lot That's of why heart. I was surprised it didn't happen. Yeah, he had a lot of heart. Maybe they just maybe he wanted a salary that was maybe a little bit too much. So us. then
0: Gio Anderson, Hannafin Hanna Tanev, obviously, and then I guess yeah the. The, the uh, Shillington is unsigned as of yet, RFA. Yeah, but then Valimaki as well. Valimaki, I, th- th- I, I hope, should be in the roster. Oh, for sure he'll be. And then a p- potential potential. There, there was a reason why, or whatever.
1: There was a reason why they didn't play him in the playoffs, to, so that he wasn't eligible for that draft, the uh, expansion draft, right?
0: So he should be in there, and yep. I mean, that's what it looks like. I don't think we have a lot of room for big moves left, so unless somebody goes out. Right. I can't see anybody really leaving at this point. So, right.
1: and, and Domingue, obviously, in that starting.
0: <laughs> yeah, Domingue is going to start with Gillies backing him up. Yeah, We're, we're going to put Markstrom on waivers tomorrow, I think, <laughs> actually. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> Shortest stint of... A... And,
0: then, and then Riddick the day after, just to, just to see what happens.
1: I hate to... Speaking of Troy Brower, we still have another year of his fucking contract that we're still paying off. <laughs> so do we, Michael Stone. Michael Stone, this is his last year.
0: Yeah, oh, we have another year after this year. We have for two Bucket more Troy years <laughs> of Brower. The ghost of Brower lingers. One point five. <laughs> oh yeah, this team. What if it was
1: all going to like some philanthropic society that he set it up though? It's not. Yeah, I'm just saying. If it was, would you be nicer to him? Sure. Like, like if he was. What a great getting guy. AIDS. Just like you're nice to Bill Gates. Kids? <laughs> okay, we're not we're not getting into that. Because Bill Gates has oh, for the, the
0: biggest charity in the world, and you you're nice to Bill Gates, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I'm Is That saying it? Anything shit. else? Anything
0: else for the flames?
1: Nah, I'm good. I think that's decent wrap up. Um, maybe we'll have another one. Uh, we'll do something on... between now and yeah.
0: now and Christmas, and maybe a, a, a preseason prep when uh, when we finally get rolling for January first. I'm and sure then, there might uh, be some more movement between we'll, now and then. We will get on like actually promoting ourselves more aggressively come yeah, that's, the new year. That's
1: Tyler's job. I'm the tech guy.
0: That is my job. And I will be I will be doing that. And I will be writing on Twitter and like getting involved with people and just putting our link in there casually. It's like great comment. Here you go.
1: <laughs> October twelfth now, we have three months more or less till January first, a little less obviously. But yeah. There could be anything that could happen between now and then too. Just a long break. Yeah. Without hockey, so. Kind of sucks, but you know, we have other sports thankfully. Uh So hopefully everyone's staying occupied with maybe NFL and soccer leagues out there and whatever. If not But I miss hockey.
0: There's always uh
1: It'd be nice to have fans at the NHL back as well. Yeah, when that'll they be start interesting. Up. So
0: if there's a couple few major developments to come out I miss out to at games, once,
1: man. I miss going to games.
0: I do too, but it's, I think it's going to look very different for a while. Unfortunately. Very different for a while. Alrighty. Yeah, well, as always, thanks for listening. Um, can't do it without you. Have yourselves a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy fall as long as it lasts for about the next three hours, it looks like here. So yeah, thanks again. Take care. Bye-bye.